Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Good evening, everybody. Sorry for a short delay here. Tonight is Monday, August 1st, year of 2022. Um, yeah, we are talking about non-transforming transformers. So, uh, you know, normal topic. There's two people who are joining me tonight, but I was told I'm supposed to introduce them, and I don't want to, so... You know, I'm just not going to introduce Anna or Christian. You'll just have to figure out their names on your own. Who are you? I mean, if Christian were to say hi, um, you would know who he is, but I don't want Christian to say hi. So, Christian, you should not say hi. Well, I just want to know who you are because you're oh, the normal I? guy. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not the normal guy. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Phil. Um, Lucas, not like uh, Lucas is not here tonight, and Anna's joining us as well. Lucas is not here tonight. Uh, Lucas uh, had a little bit too much fun at Lollapalooza this weekend. And uh, is in a drunk tank as we speak. So, um, yeah, that, uh, you know, uh, Machine Gun Kelly show just just got to him. He rocked a little too hard with that. And, uh, yeah, hopefully he'll be back next weekend, uh, next week. So, but, uh, yeah, as I said, uh, we are going to be talking about Transformers that don't transform tonight. Uh, you know, it's been a little while since I've hosted. So, ladies and gentlemen in the chat, if you could let me know if there's any audio or visual issues, that would be appreciated as always. And, Christian um, has the blur on and his again. Yeah, Christian, Someone your told background us. is blurry. You want to turn off your blur? I turned it it's off not at least twice deal. earlier, so I'm not sure why. It's that yeah, way. it's sort of weird. You don't have a cat head. Yeah, yeah, well, sometimes it happens. Good time. So basically, the reason I proposed this topic was that I wanted us to talk about all the different things that are out now for um, non-transforming Transformers, all the things that exist already. Because I know the last couple of weeks we've talked about, you know, our expectations for reveals, that we react to reveals, that we reveal more reactions, that we just keep talking about the future. But I kind of want to talk about the present of Transformers collecting. Because, you know, in the recent months, we've gotten the, well, it's been more than a year now, I think, since we got red. And now we have finally, after... 10,000 years of waiting. We have the Super 7 Ultimates coming out, and we have older transforming action or non transforming transformers to talk about as well. So I just thought it would be cool to talk about what the options are. Oh, yeah, and the model kits. We also have the option of the Flames Toys model kits that we can have. So there's options out there for non transforming transformers. And I think what I'd like to do is just briefly talk about, like, what is the purpose of getting non-transforming Transformers in our collections? Then we talk about the nitty-gritty of what's out there. So why do we get these? Why do three hardcore 
Transformers collectors get non-transforming Transformers? Because they don't have representations that look good of the characters I bought in transforming versions. That's one reason. Number two is I like action figures. Number three is I enjoyed Action Masters as a kid. All three of those are true for me as well. I like building model kits. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that's my that's answer. True. It's similar yeah, to I like action figures. I just I like building model kits. I like building my own action figures that I can't really pose with because they fall apart quite easily. And, and, and you know, But they're fun because you get to build them, and then they fall apart. They don't fall apart. No, but like, my Gundams, Gundams are, are, I don't know if I'd say fragile per se, but they're not like, you're not going to play with them like you would like, That's oh, true. you're not going to do this with a Gundam or a, pardon me, a flame. And it's kit. pretty consistent with these kits as well. Yeah. I've they're one not overly fragile. They are they are model kits. How about that? They're not overly fragile. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like non-transforming transformers is kind of an artifact of something that used to be the case for us. And it used to be the case that transforming action figures didn't have a whole lot of articulation. You know, especially back in G1, one of the main catch lines of Action Masters was that look, they're articulated. They can move their legs and knees and and their arms can crap, and look how articulated they are. Um, and, you know, these things are not articulated by today's standards, but back then, they were okay levels of articulated. And I feel like that was pretty consistent, you know, up until probably probably modern generations figures, yeah? When they finally started having, you know, consistently having good shoulders, consistently having good elbows and knees and hips in just about okay. every figure. We kind of got like a step forward with Beast Wars in terms of the way they were built we with did. The joints and articulation. And then with Armada, we got like a step back in articulation. Uh, and then it got better until we probably, like you said, generations is, is probably where it was the most consistent. And Classics now, or Chug or Chugster piece or Mini Masterpiece, whatever you want to. Also, the movie lines. Yeah. Yeah, those are reasonably articulated. Sometimes in weird places, but still, they have a lot of articulation points. Yep. And still nowadays, for a, a bumblebee that's articulated to urinate on a guy. DMP can do that. Ooh. It doesn't have the action feature, but he can do it. Yeah, they should put a little squirt at it there. It'd be very mature. But it would be a, a movie homage. But, like, recently, if you buy a deluxe figure and it doesn't have some form of ankle movement, you feel like you've been ripped off. You know, you're like, this is missing. Where's it at? So I feel like these days, the articulation factor is not as big of a draw for these figures. The lack of kibble, though, is another appeal of these because even, you know, even your MP figures have some amount of kibble. They get in the way of their posing. Whereas, theoretically, these types of figures would not have the kibble that gets in the way of posing. Or they have just their iconic kibble. Like, here's Rodimus's wings. He has them. Um, <laughs> that's kibbly, but he, that's his iconic look. That's the way it looks like. Same with the Seekers. You know, wings, guns. 
but they're yeah. articulated so that they can, you know, get out of the way of posing. Just kind of cool. You can get a little closer to all the cheat codes that artists do when they draw Transformers in robot mode. You know, all the like, we're just going to ignore. Where did this go? Who cares? Yep. Yeah, I mean, basically what you're getting with these is is something that is a Transformer aesthetic versus just a plain old robot aesthetic. Because if it was just a plain old robot that, you know, then you're not going to have any kibble. Then, then how does it really look like a Transformer? You right. want to have some details of the alt mode to let you know that this is differentiated than just a Transformer. I mean, even, even your... Who would the most generic Transformers be? The 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 camera bots, the, uh, the yeah, reflector guys. Yeah, the reflector guys would probably be the most generic, and and even the you know the center one of that has got the the big lens on his chest. So, but, but yeah, I mean beyond that, you know, we want all of them to kind of look like they do transform into something. Yeah, I think so. Action Masters got away from that because they kind of minimized the kibble like very much so to you know the most minimal levels but they did but but who who were you just holding up there bonsai tron your action master what bonsai tron right and so with bonsai tron like i think he's a great example um and i'm glad you've got him up because i've got Soundwave right by me and prowl on the other side so i don't have a um i don't have a action master handy that is a a new mold from that uh toy line but like you kind of see faint hints of something on the chest. There, there is a little bit there that you can tell. Again, this is not just a generic robot. But I would say maybe Bonsaitron is the most sort of generic robot. Let me see. I got I got Croc over here. So bear with me just a moment while I dig him out. But but you did get with the new action masters, the new characters, ideas that there was another robot. I'm sorry, another mode mode, and not just a a robot. And so you that's did. what kind of made these. I don't know. There was some, something enamoring about these that it was like, well, what what would this look like? What would this actually look like if you were to have an alt mode? What would that be? Yeah, yeah um, Jackpot's a good example of that because Jackpot, you know, yeah. for years we thought of J Jackpot as being a jazz redeco, even though it just recently finally happened. Yeah. It's kind of been our, like, thinking. I know it happened in one of the exclusive lines a while ago, but... um you know, even when the toy was first made, it was like, oh, he'd probably look like a car like Jazz, even though he didn't have a car mode toy. So, yeah, same thing with Rad. Tron, I don't then, know what the hell I would have thought he transformed to if I had this when I was a kid. No idea about the But Skyfall, like, that's a plane of some sort because he has the same intakes as the Seekers. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then here you've got uh, Croc, and you can see, like, the Jets kind of cockpit on his chest. So you can see that that he did also turn into something. There are there are visual cues to say this is more than just a, a yeah. generic robot. You know, mainframe is probably another one that's like, oh, he's kind of generic robot looking. He's got something on his chest. Um, but he's got but, that perceptor yeah. sound wave blaster thing going on with his chest. So it's like, mm -hmm. it does something. Yeah. yeah. We didn't really know what he turned into until recently. Apparently he turns into a computer. Really big one. Very 80s of him. Yeah, but bright orange. Eh, we're gonna ignore that specific part of that. <laughs> but yes, big old computer. Yeah, the, good, good job, mainframe. The real mainframe, who is not the one that came with the arc, he might turn into like just a generic supercomputer instead of specifically Toltron one. Yep, perhaps something that like like Cerebros turns into in the cartoon. 
But what, what what we're kind of like highlighting already is a lot of the action masters have been brought back as not action masters anymore. You know, jackpot's back and mainframe's back and they're not action masters anymore. They turn into something. Mainframe's unique. He turns into something no one else turns into. Jackpot is not. He is jazz. And then his head is split in half and put together wrong. But, you know. Yeah, through Fun Pub, we got, you know, several other action masters that came out. So we got... Uh, including jackpot trigger happy what's that i said that included jackpot right animated jackpot yep. yeah that included uh, jackpot yeah. tread shot model tread shot there we go bonsai tron was a boat but hasbro gave us a bonsai tron that was a um Blood tank paint that the tank cool. yeah we got croc that was the stealth bomber the uh the megatron mold we also got croc that was an alligator i guess crocodile yes much yeah. later, yeah. That's a well, fairly generic robot mode too, so that worked on another level. Yeah, like it's got it's got the the claws and kibble, but the crocodile head goes on the back, so you don't see it. So from the front, it's just like this is robot guy. I thought that worked really well. I, did a good job with that one. I do do very very much love the the color scheme on that toy. Too. Um, I agree with Zaldron. Rollout and Rad were two of the ones I had as a kid. I very much want to see those redone. We got a rad homage um, back in uh, Human Alliance. Um, what was that, Christian? Oh, he had an homage in Cybertron, too. Who was that? Cybertron smokescreen has Rad's head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that now. In the Bugatti yeah. mold. Thanks, Joe Kai. Yep. Um... Yeah, and the Human Alliance gave us another rad homage. Neither of them name rad, and neither of them quite as, I don't know, futuristic looking as I want to see. I can't Human, recall. It was the the miniature Human Alliance. It turned into some weird, like, hovercraft motorcycle thing. Oh, um, Reverb is who that is. Reverb, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, cut. I mean, we've gotten... A lot of these guys that have come out, we still need more, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so. But anyway, we're kind of yeah. getting distracted. We're really here to talk about what's out there these days. So I, I'd like to start with Red. Can we just start by talking about Red a little bit? Talk about Red. Because I think we all three have at least one Red figure in our possessions, right? Not for long. <laughs> I, will, I see, Phil. I, I I'm already down to just one. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, I will have the most because I, I, so I'm just going to be completely honest. Like a lot of people have complained about red. A lot of people have complained about the lack of articulation or the, the way the plastic feels or this, that, or the other. I really like red. Like I have been consistently either impressed or okayed with the figures that I've gotten from the red line. Which I've only done G1 and um, Prime. I haven't done any of the Beast Wars guys. They look kind of icky, so I don't really want them. Um, but, you know, like with any Transformers line, you have to kind of look at pictures first and decide if you want that one. And to me, like, this is a really cool Soundwave action figure, right? Like, we get a decent amount of clean Soundwave toys. You know, the Masterpiece Soundwave is a very clean toy as well. Um and even the newest sound wave that kind of turns into a sort of tape deck, the um, Walmart exclusive Siege one, he was clean enough. You know, he's all right. 
But this one is just a nice, clean sound wave that has a lot of articulation. And that's something you see in all of the G1 figures, pretty much, is that they get a good deal of the articulation points. They don't get a lot of them kind of filled up. You know, their legs don't go out all the way because they run into their robot diapers. But they do get a lot of articulation, especially in the arms. And I like the way the joints feel. I think they feel strong. They hold poses pretty well. The figures themselves are pretty heavy, so their legs kind of need to be on the ground to hold them together. But I, I find them pretty impressive. I think they're okay. I think they're hit and miss. I really like Knockout. Like a lot. A lot. But not so much as a toy, just as a representation of that design. And I think that's where these non-transforming figures can really shine. They can bring out a design like Knockout that's hard to translate to something that actually has to convert and, you know, take away the conversion. It just looks like Knockout. I, I think that's a plus. So the only one I have is Knockout. I bought him used from a local toy shop. I, as far as I know, this is not one that's got any damage to it or anything like that. I thought he looked cool in the package. I got him out, put on the tires on his back, and was like, wow, this guy does, to your point, Christian, look like a phenomenal representation of the animation mold. For toy line, a cartoon like Prime, that's really tricky to do. I liked all the accessories that he came with. I thought that was fun and interesting. But Anna, to your point, I don't think he feels sturdy. I mean, he just feels like a floppy, flimsy dinkity do here i i get very worried about the joints on him especially in the legs so yes yeah, not just my copy um it's it's you know they look clean but but i especially these joints it's, it's hard to see but the the joint connecting the leg to the crotch it, it's it's a little tiny peg and i'm, I'm sure a lot of action figures have a similar connector joint like that but because of the design of Transformers, oh, look at this. I'm just holding up a robot crotch to the camera. Uh, but because of the design of Transformers, the way it is, the, and, and to your point, that robot diaper sort of thing, it, it doesn't cover it. And so that joint, that, that connector feels much more exposed. Same thing with the back of the knee here. With the back of the knee, it, it's a little bit more protected, but you get that joint that's just a little bit exposed. And, and I'm going to hold up a contemporary of his. And Zaldaran, to your point, the original Action Masters were supposed to be like G.I. Joe. Well, here is a G.I. Joe classified toy. Similar, same price point, just about. Um, you know, and I just feel like he feels so much sturdier, so much more sound of an action figure. Um, I, I think a ton more detail. I, I am much happier with the G.I. Joe classified toys than I am with the Transformers Red. And that goes the same for Marvel Legends and for the Star Wars Black series. Um, if anything, I would say G.I. Joe Classified is probably the best. I mean, this, this Spirit Iron Knight figure is fantastic. If you have any, any sentimentality around the G.I. Joe toy line, this is, this is a toy that you will probably be very happy with. And Crocmaster is amazing. Um, is he uh, an army guy or a snake terrorist? He's an he's an army guy. Um, Looks cool. I mean, so, just the amount of detail, the amount of paint, a ton of oh, accessories. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. like they're really good. Like, removable, so you can take the knives out of the sheaths, um, the guns out of the holsters. Is that, is that the, the $20 eagle. pack, or is that like a deluxe pack? No, this is like $20, price. Dude, and Red yeah, is the same, same price, price point as Red and Deluxe Beds. Dude. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now, Marvel Legends, you might not get as much, because Marvel Legends, you might just get a character with yeah. that price point and build a bigger part, or you'll get some little glowy hand-punching effects. Licensing. Um, but, yeah, but I mean, I just think that, that I collect a lot of action figures. Cosmet is really good, Phil. Like, I... Yeah. I agree. It's Hasbro. It's the same similar price point. Classified is one of the best names that Hasbro puts out right now. Like, it's been consistently impressive. I have, like, five or six of them, and only one of them has joint problems. Unfortunately, Lady J cannot stand up because her hip joints are a disaster. Um, yeah. Which is funny, because I got her specifically to show off the humorously described double female elbow that she was supposed to have, and that her legs Ooh. don't work. But anyway. I just picked up my Lady J and her hat fell off, so now she looks like uh, she just shaved her head. Um, but in a very terrible way where she dipped into the flesh a little bit. That is a... Yeah, exactly. I wish, yeah, I see, actually wish her, that was. I've got like was... a little bit of wobble around the torso joint, but again, she is she is a very solid sound figure. Um, Being that so, the, yeah. um, the, uh, da, 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 the retro card back version of her fixes that hip issue. So people can okay. have some more stable Lady J's. But anyway, yes, I think mean, comparing these to Classified, Classified is way better. I think Classified is probably better than a lot of Transformers we get, just as general toys in general. Classified is really good. But I want both, so <laughs> I'm happy. But what I want to compare these to is other non-transforming Transformers. And I really think these are your best option for non-transforming Transformers, unless you're a model kit builder. If you're a model kit builder, the Flame Toys kits are pretty cool, but kind of, I have a lot of complaints. But I'll get to that. We will, we will. But See, uh, I would yeah. say I'm an action figure toy collector, and as an action figure slash toy, I don't enjoy red. One representation of it that I've gotten so far, but from most people that I've spoken to, they've said knockout is the best representation of red. And so if this is your best, your best leaves me wanting. I disagree extremely strongly with that statement. Knockout is floppier than any of the other figures I have from red. Um, he actually has a broken joint from the package. I could not get a replacement from him. Instead, I got sent a freaking chunk of movie devastator that I have nothing to do with. Um, and now he's very oh, yeah. hard to find. So I am stuck with this broken shoulder um, forever. It does not turn. I just and saw it's a red, bummer. red knockout at the toys. Of, I'm sorry, the Walmart by my house yesterday. If you want me to go find one for you. Hmm. That's actually somewhat tempting because I kind of do want a good arm on him. Yeah. I'll think about that one. But to yeah, me, no. the very best red figure in my collection, I think the best red figure there is this one. Megatron which he has gotten re-released as the reformatted Megatron, which is a cool accent to your Galvatron if you want to put them together, the reformatted Galvatron, the reformatted Megatron, and make it like a scene. It'd be fun. But this thing is fantastic. Like, this is a really good action figure. You know, he comes with a super cool accessory in that Energon cube that he's holding. I love the way he holds it. I love the way it looks. It looks good. Um, he, the only slight complaint I have about this figure is his arms feel a little short. But otherwise, you know, he has all the articulation you'd want in a Megatron. He has cool 
um, accessories. He has lots of extra hands and stuff. I guess he's missing a cool, like, cackling face. I wish they came with additional faces. But um, he holds on to the most articulation that he possibly can. His skirts go out a little so he can go to the side. He can't really go forward as far as you'd want him to. But I think he is the best red figure. And he also uses his um, Abacranch decently. I think he can do some fun stuff with his Abacranch. I think Megatron's Listen another interesting case similar to Knockout because you can't make a mainline Megatron that looks like that now. And when right, you get closer yeah. to tank ones, I mean, they're they're fairly close. But that's the animation model of Megatron right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have a toy that turns into a gun-like Megatron that anymore you know he's too gone so this is what you get the tanks are decent especially if you get that extra sound wave piece and put it behind his shoulder that's i mean that that's as close as they could have gotten and i applaud them for that but that's the model right there i really like it the the optimist is similarly good i think he's you know right on the same line he is almost as good as the Megatron. He just doesn't have the ab crunch because he's instead got the Matrix gimmick that they like to put on every Optimus toy. So another Matrix in his chest you can lose if you want to. But he's also just, you know, he's full of articulation, except for the robot diaper giddy on the way forward. He holds well. He's solid. He's heavy. He balances well. He holds poses. He's actually as expression as Optimus Prime can be with his faceplate. I love these two. These two are just fantastically good. I don't care about having a good Optimus Prime toy anymore either. It just happens to be a good figure. Sorry, I'm saying you should get crazy. Yeah, I think it might be freezing real quickly. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright, we're coming back. Seven happen yep i immediately took him out of that pose because i could not hold these things without playing with them because they are actually good toys all right ladies and gentlemen i sincerely apologize for that delay um i may need to make sure lucas is aware of this so when he puts this on like the uh, apple uh streaming and 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 all the other places where you just listen to the audio it's not just five minutes of utter silence so that that might hurt our numbers there so again apologize for the technical issues yeah happy birthday lucas you get to uh, you get to edit anna you were telling us um about how you just won the mega millions and you're gonna buy all the transformers uh so so share more about that please the megatron millions i have a million megatrons i do have a megatron millions Oh, so many, so many. No, I think we were just finishing up talking about how Red is a a toy line. You know, um, the Prime figures are not that impressive. They are impressive just because they're the only way to get the actual cartoon representation of what they looked like. But as far as action figures, they're kind of, you know, RC's actually okay. She feels fragile, but... You know, she looks the part and she will pose and move around just fine. Her joints are just really thin because she's a skinny little figure. I, I had the conversation with uh, the guy who runs one of my local toy shops about Red. Um, 
and and he and I just kind of came to the conclusion that this is a toy line, maybe not necessarily meant for us. This is a toy line meant for the person who wants to have a transformer on their desk that looks just like it did from when you know they watched the cartoon, and uh, Red fulfills that. Um, so you know, it, it it serves a purpose. Yeah, I think it's a good line. I hope Red keeps going, but I hope Red gets braver. Red has not been very brave. Red has been doing main characters from three series now, from Prime, Beast Wars, and G1. It just makes them redundant in most cases. Yeah, which is the bummer, because it's like, I really do love this figure and the other two G1 guys I have, but if I ever actually do get really strict and say I only need one representation of Optimus Prime in my collection... I probably wouldn't be able to talk myself into just keeping the red figure by itself. Christian, you're more of a so, movie yeah. toy fan. If they made a Transformers movie character in the red line, who would you want to see? Hmm, good question. The two controversial say Skids and Mudflap. I mean, you can say that if you want to see them, that's fine. I mean, I think I'd rather see know. them in Studio Series. I think, let's see, the Fallen would be a good choice, but he'd be too small. Um, you know, if they made a bunch of those like protoform army builder guys that the Decepticons have, that might be okay. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Or like the arrival in 07 of the Autobots, that model, I think that would be cool. Yeah, those didn't need to transform into turds. The couple that we got, so yeah, not transforming into turds would be fine. Starscream was bad, especially because the gold plastic. But Optimus was a was a fun toy. But I think it'd be neat just to see that as an action figure. Just it doesn't toy. need to transform. Yeah, I'd like that probably too. something weird like that. Those are good like, ideas, I, Christian. I, I, I like say it. like yeah, frenzy no. or Reed Man, but again, the scale is off. So I'm I'm more of a stiffer scale than you are, Anna. But that's Sort of a limited list. I wish Red would do exactly what you're talking about and make the non-transforming characters. Like I Autobot, see Autobot X. X. So, yeah. He is what should be in Red. Transmutate should be in Red. Red. Or the characters that... accurate cassette dudes. Seriously. Yeah, they'd be a good way to get them. Make them look like what they're supposed to. The MMC figures are the closest we get to that and they're kind of expensive. Yep. So it would be nice to have red figures of them. Like or two packs of three inch tall cassette dudes, whatever. Give me a red figure of McAdam so I don't have to keep this thing anymore. Mm. Another I example like... of a non transforming transformer. Giant disappointment. <laughs> Orbulus. That would be cool. I don't know who that is. Orbulus, look! It's you. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the Lithonians. Sure. Those two dudes had alt modes from the Transformers, um, the movie uh, Marvel comic source guide. Universe, yeah. The very first Transformers universe. Yeah. So, yeah, those are two non-transforming dudes. Yeah, McAdams is in his own category. Him and um, uh, Mew, Mew, um, am I blanking on her name? Um... From Beast Wars. Transmutate? Um, Transmutate, thank you. I may have said it a couple of times. 
McAdams and Transmutate are the only two Transformers Builder figures that we've gotten, and both are kind of substandard. Red Botanica. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh yeah. I would love that. Red, red Beast love- Machines characters would actually be not so bad. Because the Beast oh, Machines yeah. characters were pretty impossible. And yep. I don't think that like they're going to get off the design table. Like if someone says, let's make a new version of Beast Machines Cheetor, everyone at the table is going to say, let's not do that and do something more profitable. But Red Figures might be cool. We would only get Primal and Cheetor, though. Imagine getting a Silver Bolt that looks like Silver Bolt. Oh, that'd be cool, because we didn't get that. <laughs> or oh, Night Scream. Needs the, Silverbolt needs the Vulture Head as his crotch. It's, it's, not, it's not a fun <laughs> toy without the Vulture Head as his crotch. So random aside, really fast, I just wanted to mention, don't go out and seek this. It's a non-transforming Transformer. It's the McAdam from the Cyberverse figures. Definitely do not obtain the Cyberverse figures. You need to build it just to make him. If you find one and you get to hold it and decide your own price, that's a good way to do it. But seeking this thing only leads to disappointment because he has way fewer paint apps than the Cyberverse figures. He's made of worse plastic than they are, and he's smaller than them. Even though McAdam is a big character in the Cyberverse cartoon, he's very large, very imposing. He does not... He's big in both the story component and, and scale. Yeah, he's super cool. I really wanted a good representation of him. I was excited when I found out I got to have an action figure of him. But I don't really get to have an action figure of him. I get to have an okay of him. It reminds me of a dated reference, the, uh, the Seinfeld episode where Elaine loses the punch card to get a free sub. She's eating all these subs, and then she gets a free one, even though she doesn't like all the subs. So it's like you buy all the Cyberverse toys to make McAdams, and you're like, I don't even like the Cyberverse toy. I just want McAdams, and now I don't like McAdams. Yeah, pretty much. I I do like the Cyberverse Deluxes. Not all of them, though. You know, there's a couple of them I got that I only got for the parts, and yeah, it's it's fine. It is what it is, and. He can be a bartender for my Legends figures. That way he seems the right size. And that's what I have him as. But, you know, not everyone has an eclectic collection like I do to make him fit. So I was about to say I'd like to see some red series of IDW design toys. But Christian, uh, you you are into something. We've talked about this already that, that does that pretty good job. It's IDW Rodimus. This is the Flame Toys kit. I can't see Red doing this design any sort of justice, and that's just because I have no faith in in Red to do anything more than, like, boxy nonsense, because the Prime ones, besides Knockout, don't look good. Beast Wars ones don't look good. The Optimus doesn't look good. The Prime Optimus doesn't look good. The Prime Megatron doesn't look good. RC doesn't look good. Cheetor looks terrible. Anyway, this is Flame Toys. They do a lot of IDW designs. This is the chief among them, but they also have did Megatron, very good. Optimus, very good. And Drift, very good. A little fragile, but I just ordered Shattered Glass Drift today, and I'm going to figure out if, since he was the first or the second kit I ever built, if it was my inexperience or the build. We'll, we'll see. I'll try again. 
Yeah, I just like building. And then you end up with cool stuff like this that are essentially in scale with the rest of my collection. Like, I'm getting Shadow Glass Drift to put him with the rest of my Shadow Glass figures because he fits close enough in scale. I'm excited about it. And they do have customization potential. You know, this was the TFCon custom panel from last year. And you can go through the trouble of repainting the whole thing and customizing it before you build it like you would a fancy Gundam kit and make mm-hmm. a different character. You know, that, that's something you can do with these things and they're, they're good enough for it. You know, they still go together after being painted and they take to new deco as well. They're good for it. Yeah. The, the plastic it's made of very conducive to paint. It doesn't have, they don't have a lot of paint. They mostly rely on different molded plastic and then decals at the end to uh, to make it work. But I, I bought this acid storm. I had Starscream because Anna gifted them to me one year. But I bought this acid storm because I really like the combination of his typical neon green color and this forest green color that we don't really see often. It's kind of in the comics sometimes when he shows up. He's such a minor dude that you don't, you don't really see him. So I just, I just liked how the colors looked, and I wanted to have that. It's a fun build. They do have, yeah, I not will the say best if you, builds, but. No, and that's what I was about to say. If you like building Gundam, then you've got experience with Bandai Gundam kits. These are close, but not exactly the same. And they're, I, I had an issue with Bumblebee with putting together his chest that just one, one step took me probably a good 30, 40 minutes to get some pieces aligned. And I've heard that about some of the other uh, Flame Toys model kits. Now, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm really happy with this Bumblebee. I keep him on my third-party shelf. I think think he fits in there well aesthetically. Um, you know, I I love the the Action Master homage with the helicopter backpack. Uh, the hammer is a little you know outside the box, but uh, I enjoy it nonetheless. It's a movie so. homage because it came out the same year as last night. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. I no, need to I give knew you there that. Was something with it. It yeah, looks nifty. I've never thought about. I thought about getting bug bite. That one looks really I, you know, cool. The, the yellow pops. It's it's kind of interesting. He comes in two different color yellows. The backpack is is um, a more lemony yellow, and the the car and Bumblebee himself is a more orangish yellow. Excuse me. Um, but uh, no, he's he's for the money especially. He's solid. I would say I'm jumping the gun a little bit towards the end. I would say. For the price point of the Flame Toys model kits, just like for non-transforming transformers, what's that? It's like forty to fifty, typically, depending on which one. Yeah, and I would say they're the best value of all the non-transforming transformers. Hmm. I would argue that, but I'm I'm the only one here who likes red, so. Yeah, I think I'll probably end up agreeing with you, but I gotta think about it. and, And Anna, the reason I say that is because I know what else I get for that same price point for similar action figures. Right, and so, I so agree with that. Red, For similar yeah. action figures, after building, I totally get why these would be there. I just always compare them to Bandai and Kotobikiya kits, and both of those companies put out better kits that hold together better, that are yeah. easier to put together, that are more they fun do. to assemble, yep. and so, um, are actually a lot cheaper. Should we get in depth about model kits, Anna, just really quickly? Because you and I are the just, only ones who like build regularly. 
Phil says he's got some Gundams. Oh, Phil, right. You said you have Gundams. I'm sorry. Let's get deep then. Fight me, Christian. If I was there, man, I totally would. I miss you. I thought we were friends. I don't like Flame Toys' screw layout. You don't need the song, Phil. No, neither do I. So, what Flame Toys does is, in a lot of ways, good lord, Phil. All right, you're legit. Um, they, They do this really ingenious thing, except it ends up not being ingenious. You see how, like, the arms and the legs and the wings are, like, just flipped left to right? They're actually the same pieces, and they come on identical sprues. So, like, the wings for Acid Storm, and I guess Starscream, that says Starscream on it, they're on sprue B. So this is like B, 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 B. And then for the other side, it's a diff, a, an identical sprue B. It's B, 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 B. And that annoys me to no end because it's just two of the same sprue. Make a big sprue, have all the pieces on it, and make <laughs> me assemble it that way. That's how Bandai and Kotobukiya work. Um, I, I get why flame toys does this and it's you know like minimizes the packaging size it makes it easier just to include you know all the parts you need i just it annoys me after after building so many bandai kits with my ava collection flame toys really annoys me in the build and i, I it's easy to adjust to it's just a it's a it's a peeve and that's it it's not a deal breaker by any means i, I have Several Flame Toys kits now. I'm going to buy a bunch they just revealed at Comic-Con. But, like, holy crap, is it annoying to build. It's a peeve, but it's a peeve that bothers me. Because, you know, I just ordered a um, a Frame Arms Girl kit. And I know when I get that kit, I'm going to build it. I'm going to have fun building it. And then yep. I'm going to have fun owning it. Because it's fun to play with as well. Because it's a newer, more posable version of them that I think looks really cool. Um, I'm excited for it. Honestly, with the Flame Toys kits, I just want to get to the end. I just mm-hmm. want to get to the end because I know I'm going to enjoy them. They're fun to pose. They pose good. My Optimus there has a little bit of weak joints, but Windblade sure doesn't. She has strong joints and will hold poses. It's just like, here's the thing with this Windblade, right? This is a relatively small kit. It should probably take a couple hours to put together. It didn't. You know, I was just talking to regular listener Randall um, last night about how this is a kit that could have been cool, but because it has flaws on it, some of the parts are really hard to get together. And the instructions do nothing to tell you how to get past those parts. I ended up having to completely disassemble one of her arms and actually trim the pegs more than I was supposed to. Because I'm, I'm very meticulous about sprue marks, right? I'm, I'm obsessive. I sand them. It takes me a long time to take care of the kids for that reason. However, it isn't good enough because one of her arms just didn't fit together right. And that's a QC issue. And that's a QC issue that kept her from being able to be together at first. Um, she had another part on there that didn't stick together first either. And I had to go in and trim and change. And just like, that wasn't cool. And then the other concern that he mentioned and that I echo is there's a reason she's on a stand. <laughs> she's never going to leave the stand because these bizarro feet do not stand up. She can stand up. She can if you try really hard and get her into an awkward pose. But yeah, she's not, not a great kit. A cool toy when she's done. 
You know how for a while, remember Christian, they were talking about doing the like the fear eye action that was just going to be the model kit yeah, that were put yeah. together, painted. They released one, right? Just the Optimus. I See that? think that out? came out. Yeah, it kind of, I feel like that disappeared because the next thing we knew, we got that like $150 Primal that was the same yeah. size, super expensive. I actually don't know if that came out. I don't either. I like, but that was a great like, idea. Yes. Like I was in, I think I said on the show, like when that line was announced, that was the way I was going to do my Flame Toys kits because I didn't want to put them together anymore because they suck to assemble. <laughs> yeah, and we're probably not helping people put up their Windblade or whatever else builds. Um, she's so good when you finish her, though. Like she's a cool looking face. She has really cool details, and she's the only time you're ever going to get a like you know hyper feminine build Windblade out of an official Transformers product, probably. So I think she's really neat, but she was a not so fun like mm. seven to ten hour build for me. I don't think she should have been that long at all. Flame points for me are typically two to three hours. That feels like how long they should have been. That feels like how long my um my prime there actually took. I painted them as I went, of course, but it feels like that's about right. Um, the other problem is the stickers, right? She has really, really bad stickers. Um, they're the, the they're that foil sticker that we got back in like Power of the Primes days. Except now you get to apply them yourself. Those gold stickers are those um, gold circles on the back of her wings. Those are those are stickers, according to the kit. They're round, tiny, thin stickers. Mm -hmm. You have to get on there. After destroying one of them, I got it a gun marker and I painted it because that was the only way it was ever going to happen. So yeah, you know. I, I'm kind of mixed on the Flame Toys kits. Like, I love the designs. I love the, like, stylized, interesting looks they're going for. I think they look really cool on my shelf. I almost want to ask someone to put them together for me, though, because they're a pain in the ass. Oh, All right, boy. Christian, come to my house. You live so close. Flame I'll Toys try. kits. Buy your house in October? We'll talk about that. Flames Toys kits, the way you're describing them, and and I've only had one experience, but other people in the, the chat are also kind of echoing this. They're like tattoos. It is hours of pain, and you're going to kick and scream while you're getting it, but when you're done, hopefully you're pretty darn happy with it, and you got something cool to last a long time. Yeah, it's not hours of pain for me anymore, but I've assembled several of them at this point, so I'm kind of used to their tricks. Oh, and, and I'm excited to get several more. Like that Beast Wars Megatron they showed looks really good. I'm very excited for Giltar, the first toy of him to ever exist. Uh, I'm not sure I'll get the G1 versions of Shockwave and Soundwave, but I will get a Shattered Glass Soundwave for sure. And I hadn't thought about this before, but I didn't get their Lyo Convoy, but I would get the Dark Amber Lyo Convoy from the model kit. I don't really care about the Masterpiece because I'm quite Masterpiece, but for the model kit, yeah, I'd get that character. I'm going to get the RC. That's like the only one that's really on my list right now for the kids I'm going to get. But I'll probably end up getting another one or two eventually. You know, it's not like, it's not the worst thing I've ever done putting together the kids. And the reward is there because they are really unique toys. 
one thing about them, like if you are just a Transformers collector and you've never done a kit, be prepared to glue some pieces in because there are pieces that will fall out during play if you don't glue some pieces in. Like, um, I'm pretty sure I had to glue on this um, Optimus's ears, his antlers on his helmet. I think, you know, because I like to play with my toys. I don't, I like to pose them. I like to put them in different poses, take them down and mess with them. So I do glue a few pieces that you wouldn't have to glue normally, but I do just so I can play with them more. Oh, I don't I think I've ever it. glued on model kids, but I would, and I probably should on this Rodimus because his knees like to come off. I just worry I'd lose it if I didn't glue it on. Yeah. Because I wouldn't notice it fell off. I would also get a creamsicle sunstorm if they made that. Like in his I might really get that creamsicle's pretty. deep yellow orange colors of him. Yeah. And I, I have confidence that they could do that because they pulled off the acid storm colors beautifully. So if they'd come up with a sunstorm in those specific colors, I'd probably buy that too. I just, my problem is just there's such better model kit toys to buy. Like, I bought one of those um, number 57 armored puppet toys, the little oh, yeah. maid here. And that was a super fun model kit to put together. You know, it, it only took like, I think it only took me like an hour. It's tiny, but it's super poseable. Parts never fall off. It's well made. It was fun to put together and it has customizable parts and stuff. They have a transforming wolf cycle things in that line that I actually want to check out because this company showed me after one kit that they know how to make model kits flame toys is kind of like we're getting by <laughs> well, to pull it back to Phil's initial question to me about it I think flame toys is the place for IDW designs I don't know if they'll do them now that IDW is losing the license but flame toys is the place that can can expand on different designs that we don't see in mainline. And yeah, I don't, I don't think they need to converse particularly for more than meets the eye characters. Like how many times did they go, those guys transform in this, in the book, like three times, four times throughout the whole series. When we see Megatron and drift and Rodimus in this line, I think they're great. I, I, no, hope I we agree. See it's a really more. good like, set. Chrome dome would be great. Getaway would be great. Riptide would be great. Anybody, any, literally anybody from that book, I would buy from Flame Toys. Those comics were Transformers at their most human, so not mm -hmm. having the alt modes is probably pretty okay, actually. And I, I had Calidus at one point, or one of the various repaints of him. That's the MMC Rodimus from More Than Me's the Eye. I thought that that toy was too compromised to make an alt mode. And I don't care about that alt mode because it doesn't happen very often. So I, I'd rather have this kit be super accurate to the design than have a more expensive toy that does convert. Because I, I just prefer the design. I know that's weird. Yeah, and I, I say all the time that's important for my toys to be able to transform. But uh, in this case, no. I don't know. It's weird. I didn't buy Calidus because I didn't think he looked like the comic design at all. Like, it's maybe the alt mode looks right, but I just close. didn't think he looked like it. Yeah. I, <laughs> the funny thing about all that was I remember when MMC first um, was putting up pictures of their Chrome Dome, and they put up his alt mode, and I was like, he has an alt mode? And it's that? Ugh. And then it was accurate, but it's the goofy looking alt mode. So yeah, they really do fit the non-transforming area well. 
I got this Rodimus kit and that MMC Chrome Dome around the same time, and it made me sell that Chrome Dome immediately. Because <laughs> like I I don't need I don't need a Chrome Dome that's this compromised to do this thing. I also really hated Rewind. Not as a kid. You did really hate the Rewind. I really hated it. So and I, I like them, last year. Them, I don't, so I kept them. But I would, I would love, love a Flame Toys double kit of them. Whatever. Give it to me. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like it. I would like to see them try more diverse sizes, too. Because red isn't going to do it. Red makes every damn character the same size, which is infuriating. The you know, Devastator kit they made taller? I oh, it know. is. That's true. No, I think that one's nine inches tall. Okay, I didn't I really get should, that one. I should own that. That is a toy that I should have. It feels like you should have that. Devastator and I think Paul I just, made that, The price right? tag's a little high for me. I think he bought it. I don't know if he built it. Hmm. The price tag's a little high for me just for a kit. And that, that's one problem with Flames Toy for me. It's just they go beyond what I think I should pay for a model kit. But, you know, we get to make our own decisions on that. So Yeah. Are we yeah, ready? I, I, I would see some more sizes for them. That'd be cool. I, I just had a quick point about the Flames toys, Anna, to, to piggyback on what you said you wanted to see more out of Red in terms of the, you know, go out on a limb in terms of the character choices. Flame toys is very much going out on a limb, both in terms of the design choices and character choices, especially Christian, who you mentioned that they showed off at, at San Diego. I mean, Giltar. yeah, Giltar. They're billing him as Gil Thor. It's a He's weird to, to Anglicanize from Japanese yeah. in the manga. So, you know, and even even characters that are more tried and true, like Leo Prime, is getting a, a pretty new design out of that. So I think Very they new. are doing something that's really impressive. Um, uh, I want to see a con-exclusive redeco of the new Beast Wars Megatron kit as T-Rex. Because T-Rex is my dude. Ooh. And I'll just oh, buy, that! I will buy that so hard. That's a good reminder, Christian. That Beast Wars Megatron looks amazing. It's I so love good. that redesign. It is so cool. And I know it'll be the expensive, um, the Leo Prime, the Leo Convoy price point, but that's okay. I'm going to get it anyway. Yeah, it's probably going to be a little more expensive, but I kind of want that one. So maybe that's two I'm getting. Maybe it's RC and Hem, because that is neat. I want the, I re, and I really do, I really hope they do the Dark Amber Leo Convoy. I think that's a cool thing. The comic for his MP has been translated. And I kind of, kind of dig that kind of character. It's weird, and I don't want to spend 150 bucks on the masterpiece because I don't care about masterpiece. So Rich ACM said that Hobby Lobby does have them for discount pretty regularly. So, you know, I, Hobby Lobby is not a store I, I like to go to, but but yeah, these things do tend to pop up on sale. Uh, a, a fairly decent uh, amount yep, of time, and yeah, yeah, around the holidays, you can usually get them from Barnes and Noble for cheaper too. Yeah. Um, they usually they always have their coupon you can use for one item, mm -hmm. and they do stock them around the holidays, so that's cool. And then um, a lot of the a lot of the online stores do put them on sale too. So it's possible if you play it if you're not like pre-ordering it the day it comes out type of deal to get them for a price that feels more in line. With the Bandai and the other kits. Um, so yeah, you can definitely bargain hunt your way to cheaper versions. Our these are cheaper than my real grade Avas these days. 
are we ready to take this wonderful sandwich of fun non-transforming toys and pour the soup directly on it? Do so, it. Go. So one of the reasons I wanted to do this show is that I finally got my Super 7 Ultimate in the mail. Right. I, I had it pre-ordered from Big Bay Toy Store and they stocked it in a reasonable time. I just didn't get it sent to me because that $4 shipping is just too much and I have to wait till I get a lot of things. I'm weird about that kind of stuff, but um, I finally got a chip and, you know, I was really excited about the Super 7 Ultimates line. One really weird thing about that line is they literally showed three waves of Super 7 Ultimates before they released even one. You know, we're on wave three in the previews. I think it's only three, isn't it? Or was there a four? There was a fourth wave with a dead Optimus, a non-ghost Starscream, and a sound wave. You're right. There is that little fourth wave. I forgot about that because I was thinking the Tarn wave was the last one, but it's not. And Super 7 is doing exactly what we say we want Red to do by touching some of the non-transforming characters from the history of the line that are cool. And bringing in some kind of oddballs we think we're not going to get official toys of ever, like Tarn. Tarn's in Wave 3. He comes with with a little nickel. Only the second nickel toy in existence and the cheaper option for both of them. So Super 7 is definitely catering to that kind of, you know, weird collector that wants the kind of oddball characters. But they also did advertise these as, you know, very highly, the highest in articulation type of action figures. There was some sort of line like that being thrown around as they were advertising them. They were going to have like high-end articulation, high-end details, and these were going to be, you know, high-end collectible figures. And if you guys are not familiar with Super 7, you know, all those little reaction figures you've been seeing at your Targets and other stores for the past like 10 years now of like, Everything from Terminator to Transformers to G.I. Joe, that's Super 7. Super 7 makes their bread and butter off those reaction figures. Those little, very simple, barely articulated duders that most people leave on the cards just to have them on the shelf. Um, Which they serve their purpose. They're expensive for what they are. And, you know, these are also pretty high price items. You know, this is a big toy. I'm not going to try to say this is not a big toy. This is a very big toy. Um, there. For some reason, Knockout decided to show his butt and not his front. But, you know, that's Knockout for you. But it's significantly <laughs> taller than a red figure. And it is. Um, yeah. Phil, I'm going to let you lead. What do you think of these toys? Because Phil and I both have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've shown mine, uh, my Bonsitron before in, in an episode when I first got them. I got mine through my local comic book store, so I even paid a little bit more than regular retail. Regular retail is about 55 before shipping. Um, you know, through my comic book store, he ended up being more around $65. Um, yours even more so than mine with your bombshell, Anna. Very significant chunk of plastic. Like you are definitely like you are not going to sit there and say this is a hollow, cheap feeling toy. This feels very sturdy and firm. My biggest thing, especially with Bonsitron here, um, is that if he didn't have the Decepticon logo, I don't think I would realize this was a Transformer. Now, part of that is because Bonsitron is a character that is 
not very Transformer-esque. Um, you know, we, we kind of just debated how much kibble he has to, to signify he's got an alt mode. Um, you know, I he looks cool standing on a shelf. He poses fairly well. Um, I have a bludgeon on order. I don't think I'm going to cancel it. Um, but I'm, I'm not altogether too happy with uh with this the excitement What's the I shoulder have articulation is, my shoulder articulation is better because he's got not as much kind of armor there to allow for more shoulder movement so i mean i think the articulation is definitely there and i will say all the joints on this as opposed to red where i felt the red joints felt um like i was worried i was going to break it Bonsaitron does not feel fragile in the slightest. Bonsaitron feels sturdy and solid. All the joints have like little bitty ratchets in there, so he holds poses very well. Um, you know, again, it's a good, good action figure. Is it worth the price point that you pay for him? I'm going to lean a little bit more towards the no. Um, and and it, what I say, I recommend you go out and get this. I mean, it's it's to each their own. If you really love Bonsai Tron here, you're not going to find a better version of Bonsai Tron than this. Yeah, you um, are. Get this one right here. This is better. I would disagree. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's great. Um, again, <laughs> you know, we talked about for the price you'd pay the original G1 Action Master Bonsai Tron compared to this guy. Yeah. This guy has much more shelf presence. Um, he comes with his Action Master buddy who literally does does nothing. He uh, doesn't move at all. It looks cool, but the gun doesn't fold out. The pinchers don't pinch. The arms and the legs aren't articulated. There, there's no articulation on this. Wait, that's completely solid. This is no. If they do, I I mean, maybe the joints are stuck. I thought I read that they don't move, and no, it they certainly probably feels don't. when I yeah, it feels when I try to move it that it it might break, and so I don't want to force it. Um, yeah, with again, these, he was because not a cheap toy, so I don't want to try and force it. One of the cool things about Action Masters was that they came with fun little companions that were kind of on that, like, you know, cassette level of just fun accessory characters that aren't, you know, standalone toys on their own. But they do fun things with the figures, and they have, like, little bits of action features and whatnot, and they have the flip-out guns and whatever. They're fun. I don't I like know why that. you would bring something like the Action Master Partners, but this this one is razor sharp. I don't know why you would bring that forward 30 years and make it worse. Yeah. Anna, you're you showing it's doing gun. things. Yeah, the move, they don't pinch, but they move. The gun flips out. Its legs the rotate, legs the pincers yeah. move. Yeah, it's it's a toy. It is definitely a toy. It was fun. I enjoyed having these with the Action Masters when I was an actual child because they were fun to play with. And they had sprain operated functions and whatnot. They were cool. I liked them. I don't think you were telling was, me that Needler was worse too. This is the companion for um whoops. Probably just broke my computer by dropping this thing on it. Weighs half a ton. Um this is a solid chunk, too. You know, this is um, Bombshell's companion. His legs don't move. They're not articulated. They're not separate plastic. The only part that is articulated is the head. Um, the head does have a little neck joint, and you can move the head where he looks at you and looks ugly. And it's pretty much a copy of the original mold, just blown up, except 
that the original one was built to fit onto Bombshell's head. And I think they just reinterpreted as giving him a neck joint was close enough. And that's all he does. And it, it's kind of a bummer that he can't really play with them. You could stick him in Bombshell's hand, I guess. But that doesn't really make any sense. And mine can't hold him because it's something I haven't mentioned yet. The left. But it's okay. I'll just talk about Bombshell. So, Phil, honestly, is a lot more positive towards these than I am. I am so, like, negative towards this figure. I'm not sad that I bought it because I wanted to know what they were like. And I also wanted to have a representation of Action Master Bombshell in my collection. He was a European toy, so he's very expensive to get. So I can't just go and, you know, piece together the original like I did with Bonsaitron. I didn't spend months to put him together. I just used Patience instead. Um, but I would pay a lot to get this thing in its original form. So I wanted to get the updated one. But because of his shoulder kibble, his shoulders can't go out. And for me, that really hurts posing. Right? Like, you just can't do much with his arm posing because of the way his shoulders are. Um, encumbered and you know red um classified any other action figure line that gives you big pauldrons like that is going to make them a separate piece of rubbery plastic Mm -hmm. so that they can move so you can move the shoulders they didn't do that for him they just decided eh, we're just going to encumber it and not give you any articulation there that really bums me out because it really limits his articulation and movement and you know he has an ab crunch that doesn't do very much. That kind of he thing, has a little bit of articulation. This is going to be a retread of a conversation you and I had last week about this, but like that <clears throat> makes me angry. And I, I'm not even the one who bought that. Like I'm actually very mad that those decisions were made on a $60 toy. Like this is not, this is not dollar store nonsense where you're like, okay, they don't have budget to, to make this stuff. No, they increased the price of Super 7s to make these things and to to not have them have that very basic articulation stuff. That makes me very upset. I can't so, my alligator con because I mean, that one doesn't need to have the articulation. It just needs to sit there. But I don't want to support a company that does crap like that. Like I'm, I'm so, really mad about it. Speaking of companies and, and what they do and don't do, I, I stepped off. I thought I, I had this guy more ready than I did, and I realized, wow, I had not even fully taken him out of the package yet. This is Super 7 Slide from their Thundercats line. I would Also Ultimates, right? Thundercats Ultimates. Ultimate. Same price point. I would recommend this toy 10 times over. This is a phenomenal representation of Slide from the Thundercats cartoon. Uh, he comes with an alternate head. Uh, he comes with uh, a couple extra hands. He comes with three weapons. And and it just moves and feels great. He could use like a, a torso uh, hinge in there somewhere, but I think that would take away from uh, from, from his, his overall look and aesthetic. But they've got the, the joints really well hidden throughout his arms and legs. Uh, and, and the head's got a really nice ball joint in here. This is a phenomenal action figure, both in terms of look, appearance, and just feel. He feels firm and sturdy like um, like Bonsaitron does. But the thing with the Bonsaitron with the plastic is the plastic feels, I don't know, I, I want to say waxy, but it feels almost almost like a tiny rubbery. bit rubbery. Yes, 
This does not. This yeah. feels very much like a hard, firm plastic. Um, and, and I like the, that this has more of a glossy look. I'm not used to Transformers having this matte finish that the Super 7, uh, you know, my Super 7 toy has. So, again, that lends it to this idea that Bonsai Tron does not feel like a Transformer because he has that more rubbery feel of plastic and the more matte finish to him. Whereas this is a toy that has a very firm, hard plastic. He's, he does not look matte at all. If Bonsai Tron looked and felt like this, I would be much happier with him. This is an outstanding action figure. I feel he's very much worth the price point. I don't know what's happened with their um, with, with the Transformers line. It's it's funny because both with Red and 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 with these Super Seven Transformers, it's like these companies have examples of like look at these amazing toys, look at these amazing action figures that Hasbro and Super Seven has made, and then they get to the Transformers and it's like, I mean. What, what happened to the amazing toy that, that, that you just made with this other line? And it's, it's, um, I don't know. I'm super happy to have this guy. I'm super happy to have this guy. Like having him in hand, it's like, like to your point, Anna, like you just said, if you drop like a bombshell on your computer, you're going to break it. I would bust open a toe if I dropped these like spikes on my foot. Um, but, but boy, is this a fun, cool toy. Bonsaitron's not a bad toy. It's just not a great toy, and with the price point, um, it's 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 rough. I appreciate how much enthusiasm you just shared, because that is exactly why I own this POS. It is because of the enthusiasm people showed for other Super 7 Ultimate toys. Yeah. I was like, oh, if other Super 7 Ultimate toys are that good, then surely the Transformers ones are going to be just as good. And they're just not. They're not as good. Part of it might be the fact that, you know, that's a Thundercats toy. How many recent Thundercats toys are there, right? Like, there's not really. And there's tons of Transformers flowing around like water all the time these days. We have a lot of comparisons for these. I also think that Hasbro kind of shot the license in the foot when they released Red right around the same time these Super 7 Ultimates got teased. Because I think this is the same plastic. I think they use the same plastic almost for red as they do for the Super 7 Ultimates. And the red figures hold on to more of their articulation. Just and the way they're built. And the cost. And they're, if you were to ask me which one of these costs $55, I might think it was the Optimus because he's a better toy. I, it, it feels awful to say that, but I don't regret getting bombshell because like i said i can't have the action master because i won't pay that big of a markup for a figure that's just not something i do typically so i don't regret having him i just regret that he's not as good as he could be because i would like it if i was able to be like christian you like action master stuff this ever goes on sale you could have an action master bombshell in your collection and he'd be like hmm, maybe just one of those would have hurt he probably wouldn't do it but I would much rather be able to make that recommendation instead of be like, Christian, get mad with me. This isn't very good. Well, when these were announced, I wanted to want Bonsai Tron because I'm, I'm very happy to get modern versions of older characters. I mean, that sounds great, but they're at a scale that doesn't make sense for my collection. They're at a price that doesn't make sense for, I don't think, any collection, but that's just my opinion. Mm -mm. And when they come out, they, they're the way they are. And that's just not acceptable to me. So I, you know, I'm out. 
So one of our chatters asked if they were going to be disappointed with Bludgeon and Grimlock. Yes. I think the Grimlock might not be that disappointing just because he wasn't going to be super articulated in the first place. He's kind of just like a, a fun little like this is cute cartoon Grimlock instead of more like savage monster toy Grimlock. It's like, you know, a Grimlock who can wear a silly um, apron and serve you drinks and be silly. Um, it's like study at a dinner table with Great Burger. He's very silly and animated. Um, that Grimlock might work for that. And that alligator optimist that Christian canceled. Uh, <laughs> that might have been fine, too, because it's just a slab. It's not really supposed to be articulated. But having other non-transforming transformers around, this just feels like a bummer. One more thing I wanted to share is a comparison. So this is one of his hands, right? This is one of the hands that comes with them. He comes with uh, six hands, two extra sets of hands. Um, he comes with bald fist installed on him, but you need to put in the gun holding hands. This one obviously has a trigger finger on it in order to hold the guns. Okay. This is one of his guns, right? Now, you may notice a slight mismatch between the size of this oversized gigantic ass peg and the size of the hole in his hand. This does not fit in. In order to get it in there, you have to, by design, bend his hand in order to get it in there. And once you bend it, it doesn't go back anymore because it is bent forever. So you actually have to kind of sort of... <laughs> Saying that bending a hand open is damaging a toy might be a little extreme, but you have to somewhat damage your toy in order to put the guns in the hands because of these weird oversized pegs. It's just not acceptable. The pegs didn't need to be this big. No, it's weird. It's such a weird design choice because that doesn't even look good being that big. It looks a little silly being that big of a peg. For a company that advertises themselves as like the boutique action figures, like these are the ultimate ones that you've wanted your entire life. Welcome your childhood to your adulthood. Look how fantastic these are. For something that advertises themselves as that, to produce a product like you've shown, it's just it's unacceptable. And I think that's insulting to collectors and, and I'm really angry. I have no reason, I have no investment in this. It's just that the audacity to put out something like this and call it ultimate and try and capture some of the Transformers market. And I, I can't even believe they would even try that. And I've got a similar issue with Bonsaitron with his weapon. Um, so his, his, his rifle is, can be either held as a sword or, or a rifle. So in one hand, and the pegs are somewhat are slightly different in width. So the one hand, which isn't been expanded as much, it can hold the rifle, and it actually probably looks a little bit better as the rifle, uh, but then because his right hand got expanded to hold it in the sword mode, I've got it holding the sword, um, but then you've got, like, the peg for the, the, the peg for the, the rifle hand handle sticking out, and it just looks, you know, just bizarre, and, and doesn't, doesn't look right there, so... Uh, you know, again, you know, Anna, you brought up Rich ACM's question in the comments uh, in the chat about will they be disappointed about their bludgeon? I hope not. This is their first wave. Toy lines can get improved from wave to wave. Um, so hopefully they do make some improvements. Um, one of the things that I'm excited about with bludgeon that I feel like we missed out on, Anna, for both you and I with Bombshell and with Bonsai Tron is accessories because you get this 
big hunk of plastic here uh, as, as a main accessory and bombshell comes with something similar. You don't get a lot of other accessories with Bonsai Tron. Again, he comes with that rifle, his action master partner, and a slew of other hands. And so, uh, you know, Bludgeon comes with a ton more accessories. You get two heads, you get, you know, the helmet, you get some, some swords and some weapons and some other hands. So I'm, I'm excited for that. And that's probably the only reason I haven't canceled that pre-order. But I've, I've ordered Bludgeon and canceled him at least twice. <laughs> um, Super Seven are things that that they look neat, and then you look at the price point, and you're like, is it that neat? Um, Tarn comes other... with a tiny woman. That's a cool accessory. Yeah, but I think he's going to cost more. Um, I don't think oh, he's the fifty-five dollar he? price point. I I would be surprised if he was the fifty-five dollar price point because sometimes okay, they do that, like that like for the me. Thundercats line. Mumra was you know, like sixty-five or seventy compared to the fifty-five for the other ones. But like here, we've got a similar. Uh, a lower price point toy, actually, and, and another robot. Well, we got slides. We don't need slides. Um, so here we've got Chrome Dome from NECA. So a, a samurai robot and a samurai robot. Chrome Dome from NECA is less expensive by about $10, $20 than Bonsai Tron. Um, and so Chrome Dome, not a perfect toy, um, but a bunch of cool accessories. Um, you know, his hands kind of have similar problems that, that Bonsai Tron does. Uh, in terms of being able to hold things well. But again, when we're comparing, you know, kind of high-end collectible samurai robot toys, I, I would, the, the articulation isn't quite as good on Chrome Dome as it is on Bonsai Tron, but this looks and feels something that's ripped right off of the, the cartoon screen. And then one more I'd throw in there uh, as a comparison, even more so in terms of something that's blowing it away is, is again, another NECA toy and that's their Gargoyles line Goliath. This, this is a phenomenal toy. Again, a lower price point than what you're getting from Bonsai Tron. I get that Target is carrying the Gargoyles line, so NECA can probably have a little bit lower price point because they're mass producing these. Uh, you know, they can get a better price on the scale. But this is a significantly better toy than what Bonsai Tron is. Those Gargoyle um, figures are under $40 each. Yeah. Like at least and, the, the first ones were. I think they're just over forty now with the newer ones, like Hudson. And again, you're getting they, like, multiple so heads. Up. Yeah, I mean, like it's almost hard for me. Like I don't know if I want to get more gargoyles toys because with the wingspan, he's so darn big. But so I've got Bronx on order. You know, Bronx being their dog doesn't have a big wingspan, and then Bronx comes with the 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 folded wings for Goliath, so Goliath can can uh, stand a little bit better on the shelf and not take up as much space. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, if then, if we bring in a, one of the bigger Marvel legends guys here, I've got Kingpin, uh, from the retro card back line that came out uh, a year or so back, um, articulation I'd say is, is pretty darn close. Um, and, and, you know, the, the face on this Kingpin is, is pretty darn awesome. Um, versus Bonsai Trans is a little soft. So I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Um, I'm not totally saying Super 7 that I've given up on it, but um, I don't know. They got to make some improvements in the line for me to think it's worth it. I'm going to watch reviews for Wave 2 because Wave 2 doesn't really have anything I'm super excited for, and we're going to see about Wave 3. Because yeah. if Wave 2 gets a lot better, then maybe I go ahead and get Tarn because... 
I, I really do want a nickel and I don't want to buy the MMC one because I feel like it's pretty expensive for such a tiny little toy. I also don't have um, the DJD at that size anymore. I went to the legend scale. So anyway, um, I would like to, I would love to give them a second chance from what I'm holding in my hands. I'm not going to give them a second chance. Like I'm not going to throw $55 at this line again until I see some sort of evidence that it's better. And honestly, the first day I got it, I was like, well, maybe if they clearance into like 30 bucks, I'll go ahead and pick up Bonsai Tron. And then I'll pick up the other ones I want from the other waves. And, you know, after messing with Bludgeon or with, um, not Bludgeon, but um, Bombshell for the last few days or the next few days after that, I don't think I would anymore. I don't know if I would want to buy more of these on clearance even. I just don't know if I want more of them because they're just kind of, ah, they're frustrating, actually. It's such a large figure such a faithful reproduction of the action master look i just feel like it should be a better toy than the original action master was and i can't say that in confidence yeah it, it was interesting at sdcc that we didn't get any new super seven announcements now that wasn't just for transformers that was across the board um so you know super seven doesn't seem to be hurting by any stretch of the imagination they're announcing new stuff and new licenses pretty regularly. Um, but it's just not something, again, for the price point that I'm, I'm yeah. as enamored with. Yeah, you know, I am. Um, I actually picked up, they did those two regular size Super 7 G.I. Joe PSA figures. I got those in the same box with this guy, and I love those. They're hilarious. Mm -hmm. They're just like, you know, a summary of an old YouTube funny video everyone shared back when I was in college on a figure with a very simple little figure in there that you'll never take off the card. That I think is fun and humorous. Paid a little more than you would normally pay for something that small for it. Just for the joke. That's great. That is amusement value. That is me using Super 7 right. This did not feel like I was using Super 7 right. But I want to say that I think we're we're in a pretty good place for non-transforming Transformers because we do have red. I think some red figures are very good. And then we do have the model kits. And once they're together, those model kits are very good. There was actually a person selling his customized um, Flame Toys model kits at the... TFCon I went to about a year ago and like buying those from him for a slight markup having them built was a great idea because <laughs> then you don't have to build them and they're like touched up and customized and look cool and it was it was perfect maybe he enjoys putting together with the kids but I think you know I was thinking about how disappointed I was in those um in the Super 7 guys and I thought I have this, right? I have my weird old Genrai figure that, you know, there's only two figures ever made in this line as far as Transformers go. It's a long-running Japanese toy line of different series, but it, they only made him and Minerva. And I feel like he has, like, all the same problems that, um, that the Super 7 Ultimates ones do. Except I just don't care because he's become a novelty, right? You know, like 15 years later, this toy is just a novelty figure that is fun to have around. He looks really nice, just like those two toys do. 
like he has limited articulation. His legs can barely move, actually. You know, they just go do do they go forward that much and they go back not really at all because his butt gets in the way, you know. So this is not the first time we've gotten kind of a weird novelty figure in non-transformers transforming land, non-transforming transformers land. And for this one, this actually costs more than the Super 7 Ultimates, and I have no regrets. So maybe it's just kind of like an expectation thing. You know, I knew exactly what I was getting with this. I know it's a novelty. I knew it was old. Hmm. And I knew I could enjoy it. Or maybe it's because he's a human figure. And I know that there will never be a transforming transformer toy of him. Like, not like this. That this is the only way I could have him. I don't know. Well, I'm ever going to get a detailed Genra with a face, you know, and hair. It's fabulous. He does have excellent hair. Old school anime hair. But he does. I think we forgot uh, to talk about Kicker from the uh, Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did say modern. Okay, that's true. That's true. He did say modern. Yeah. That's no, Kicker years was ago. cool, though. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he borrowed his mold from something else, right? Like it was Microman? taken from like a Microman line. Yeah. 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 I so, never I never found him in stores and I had like a tighter budget back then, but I, I always kind of did want to get him. I have him. I like him. I think he's he was a goofy, annoying character in the cartoon. I enjoyed him. And having a toy of him is cool. I liked his chrome star saber. I don't know if that was in the US or the Japanese release. Japanese. But the Chrome Star Saber was was quite neat. I think there's room to put some human characters in the line. You know, we've recently seen um, Spike come out in the core class in his exosuit. Honestly, I would be okay with like a three and three quarter line of just human people that were in the Transformers cartoon. Like a Spike and a Daniel and a spark plug and a Carly and a Chip. And I mean... Back when Marvel Legends was doing their three three and three quarter line, that Death's Head figure, I got that to fit in because he's in the comics. Yeah, that worked really well. I, you know, something like that would be really great to see for Transformers. I think Breaker was that a name from the comic book? Even yeah, classified. Interesting. Yeah, I'd take him in six inch scale. I mean, I guess I'd do it. They're not even going to scale at three inch scale, so yeah. might as well get a big. Any way I can get the humans, because the humans have been imported in the story. Some mm-hmm. some collect hate the human characters across the board. I don't. I I like the original series human characters. I love the Prime Kids. You know, it's there have been good human characters that I would like toys of. Yeah. I would really like to see them borrowing from other Hasbro lines, or you know, even doing the three and three quarters figures, like Christian said. Any way to get those? Just people. something, yeah. I think it was last week when we were post San Diego Comic Con when we were talking about just you know, you want some of these toys to look exactly what they want to look like. And then you know, so exactly how they're supposed to look. And it just again I'll I said the same thing last week was God damn, we're spoiled right now. I mean it ultimately it's a good thing and ultimately it's it's one of those deals where, you know, you've got three lines of non-transforming transformers right now. Um, so in, in neither one of those three lines is going away anytime soon. So none of the three lines are absolutely perfect. Um, 
but to have three lines with non-transforming transformers is pretty crazy. I mean, not even not even 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, if you had said, yeah, you're going to get a Bonsai Tron that doesn't transform, but it looks exactly like the Action Master. He's highly articulated, um, but he, it's going to cost twice as much as a deluxe transformer. Like, yeah, cool. Sign me up. So I get it. I'm, yeah, the concept know, sounded good. Yeah. The execution is not perfect. It's still a decent toy. It's just, again, from from other toys from the same company, we've gotten better for the same price. They could have done better. I agree with you. Yeah. Do you guys remember back a thousand years ago when we got that Revil Tech Optimus Prime? Prime, Megatron, oh, Hot Rod, and, and Soundwave? Starscream? I can't remember if it was. Yeah, I think Starscream. Soundscreen. <laughs> yeah. And there was that little company that made the, the custom robots figures that were more characters. Mm. Wow. I remember was, that. I remember you buying Yeah. Those. Yeah. I was standing I there one. with you. The old Rebel Tech figures were super limited on joints, right? And that Optimus and all those other ones, those were expensive high-end yeah. anime figure yep. type deals. You know, those were in the like $60 price point area. And the newer Rebel Tech Optimus, I think, is like $80 or something. I think he's expensive too. Um and, you know, they have weird limited joints. Um, this one, at least, this custom robots figure is fragile. You know, just sitting on the shelf, eventually one of his doors fall off. I have to glue it back on someday. Um, because they are kind of weird little pseudo-custom veins. But, you know, this, is, this used to be all we had. You know, we had weird, random Revil Tech figures and these guys. Robot replicas. Ooh, robot replicas. Those were those were something. I had one. Bad. I had Barricade. It was a little so weed whacker. Bad. Barricade had a weed whacker. He could do log care. He does great. take great pride in his log. Christian, translate what Zalgron just said. You all forgot about the SMP line. I don't do acronyms. We had the Heroes of Cybertron line. That were the smaller ones. Um, but those kind of came apart easily. Like they were designed to come apart, but they just came apart way too easily. Next size mega pony. SMP, is that the Armada stuff? Super Mega Prime. That might be the Armada. Mega line. Super Collection figure. Oh, that's different. What was the Mega Super Collection figure, Christian? I think, I think, Do you that's, know? I think that's the Armada stuff. Oh, is it the Armada stuff? Okay. Yeah, where they had a couple Armada figures that didn't transform that looked pretty close to the animation models. I remember those, yeah. Catherine Hot asked shot. earlier if the Bishaujo uh, counts as non-transformers, and I, I would say those are statues, uh, which are... are <laughs> Um, and, and there's a good amount of Transformer statues that have existed throughout the year, so mm -hmm. maybe that's a show we'll do another day. Yeah, Lucas would actually be good for that. He has a few of the high-end statues. Yes, he does. I honestly wish Lucas could have been here, even though he probably would have never okayed this topic. I, I wish he could have been here because he has those 3A figures. Well, when you that's, get... that's part of it, too. 
when you get arrested for stumbling around Grant Park uh, four hours after Lollapalooza ends, you know, you just can't make a show that night. He yeah. has he has said that he really likes those three A figures that he has. He he raved about that gold book. He does, yeah. And uh, I think it looks nice. Not for me, but uh looks nice. That DLX Bumblebee he has. Oh, is that Bumblebee, not Goldbug? Whatever, that thing. Yeah, it's Bumblebee. He has a mask face, but he is technically Bumblebee. Okay, yeah, that. Yeah, that's a really cool, like, I don't think those lines are ever going to be big enough that you could, like, collect a big collection of them, but they are neat. That M- MDLX, I think. Those are really neat. Something. Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff to collect. I think that Bumblebee um, actually premiered for $60, which is only $5 more than a Super 7 Ultimate and about 80 times as good value as a Super 7 Ultimate. I just keep coming back to the Super 7 stuff. Like, if I were Super 7, I would be ashamed (laughs) to put out that product. I was going to mention that. I actually feel bad. I feel bad for the designer who put their heart into these figures and really wanted to produce these toys. And you know, I'm not going to be the only saying mean things about them. There's going to be people with bigger reach. It's going to get back to them. I'm sorry, but it kind of sucks. <laughs> well, I think if you put your heart and soul into it and really wanted to make it, then you would make it good. And they didn't. Oh, harsh. Yeah, they're, they're a bummer. But there is good stuff out there. There's non-transforming transformers out there. And I think they do serve a purpose. They definitely have a purpose in my collection. I will always collect some non-transforming transformers. I will tend to gravitate towards accurate representation of characters. Um, you know, so whether they transform or not, um, I'll, I'll gravitate towards them a bit. But I don't know. Both Red and Super 7 have left me wanting. I'm going to stick to Flame Toys because... They have the license to make kits, and I became a model kit guy. I didn't see that happening in my future, but it did, and I'm happy. Oh, yeah. I wish we had someone who collected the high-end Flynn Toys stuff on here. Mm. Like Kura Curry or whatever they are. I don't know if we have friends that acronym line, yes. Yeah, I, those seem neat. I only know a couple people who have, like, a single one of them. And they're happy with them. Just the price point on those Flame Toys high-end figures is intense. You know, they're like, they start at 250 and go up. Nick, Paul, and I got really lucky at the last Chicago TFCon that they put our, our tables right next to the Flame Toys uh, display table. So we, we had a pretty primo spot with uh, Heavy Flame. Oh, yeah, I remember there. that. Yeah. That is a lucky spot. All right, people anyone... love to look at those, maybe not buy them. Well, yeah, they didn't have them for sale, they just had them for display. So, um, yeah, and, and you know, they had folks out there from Japan, so I couldn't talk to the people at the table next to me. But, uh, um, boys, they are impressive. Not something I think I'll ever own, though. I don't think that's ever going to be, I don't think I want collectibles that expensive, actually. I think I want to keep it a little, a little lower. Yeah, I feel like I need that was something that's more vintage or, or gigantic. Either either highly vintage or, or gigantic to pay that much for a toy. Yep. 
Unicron was my biggest deception, and now he's here. PlayStation. Any other final thoughts before we wrap it up this evening? I think I've been mean enough to Super 7. I keep defending Red. I think Red is great. Book Club is First Strike, issues four through six. So it sounds like this is the third time they're doing First Strike, which sounds, I don't know. Um, I love the fact that you're only doing, uh, you know, a couple issues at a time here. Just because, no, no, this is the, the second time you're doing First Strike. Uh, so, yeah. but uh, We didn't do First Strike before. We did Revolution before. That's it. That's it. Another horrible IDW crossover. Um, this one isn't as bad. Like, the, the actual issues, I've read it all. It's it's very readable. The ending is a huge disappointment, but it's very readable. Is this the one where it's like Optimus with teaming up with Scarlet's team and they're like going? It's into when they team up. Yes. Yeah. It's when they all get to act like heroes instead of all being xenophobic monsters towards each other. Like in yeah. Revolution, I hated yeah. Revolution because it made all of my childhood heroes act like a bunch of horrible racist monsters. It, it was just. Cool. uncomfortable <laughs> so it's like real life i get it um real life this is supposed to be escapism what's on uh, the docket for microcasters on thursday we don't know tba tba we will right. see because it'll just be us and i have a scheme but that scheme depends on the postal service and the postal service is notoriously unreliable Oh, they're a good yeah, side I, project I by Ben Gibson. Uh, about something I shipped that they, they got sent instead of going to Pennsylvania, it went to Washington, and now it's kind of disappeared. And uh, Washington State, not D.C. So, uh, yeah, I've got a buyer who's like, like I talked to the post office, man, I got it to them. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, thank everyone for joining tonight. Uh, Zaldron, Adam Bomb, Ron, Anna Pope. Um, Catherine, uh, blah, 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 Edward, uh, we got, um, uh, Adam that, uh, I'm sorry, Rich, ACM that joined us there. Uh, there's, uh, anyone I missed, I sincerely apologize. Appreciate everyone chiming in. Uh, you know, come back next week. We'll see if Lucas is out of jail and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what topic we have to discuss. Maybe we'll get another, uh, 40 announcements this week and we'll do another I, reveal reaction I, episode that that's going like to be bread and butter these days. I feel like I want to put in there just at the very end. Lucas didn't really go to jail. He's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucas is on vacation with his family. It's a normal, yeah. happy thing. You mentioned yeah. it three times. I figured one time I can mention that everything's okay. <laughs> Lucas is fine. He has not been arrested. I figured it was farcical enough when I said that he got arrested at Lollapalooza, you know, during the MGK. Uh, I uh, just want to be that absolutely was... clear. I know I'm. No, I get it. I get it. Like we all know that like this is really straight laced. Just like y'all can joke about me doing things, you know, I'm super straight laced. So yeah. it seems safe, but then the view- the listeners might be like, "Oh wow, yeah, the TFL host." It seems prison. like a bad thing to just put out on the internet without a caveat. <laughs> He's our friend. Uh, we should look out for him. So, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for putting up with the technical difficulties tonight. And uh, we'll see you later in Transformers uh, fandom. Bye, everybody. Bye. Should be in here.
This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!